Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Happer and Shaper on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back. We're Happer and Shaper here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Take us wherever you'd like, 402-464-5685. Plenty of things left to discuss on the show today. Let's take a phone call from Mark on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Hey, Mark, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Good show. was uh, at PBA yesterday, and I listened to uh, Dirk Chatland last week commenting about his observations of this of this basketball program and what he commented on was that this is like watching a really bad AAU basketball team and as I watched last night I, that's exactly what this team is they're a bad AAU basketball team they're, they're out there trying to uh, individually fill their stat line for uh, I don't know the NBA at least a couple of them are trying to do that Um Harken back to, and I can't remember the name of the point guard. I think we got him out of Salt Lake to, um, well, he always was, uh, goofing around after he made a shot, shooting the arrows into the air. Cam Mack. Um, Cam Mack, thank you. And of course, we all know how that season ended. He was eventually, I think, uh, dismissed from the team. And it, it just, it's jarring that a Fred Hoiberg, would allow these types of athletes into this program when a five-out offense requires the ability to share and move the ball, to get good looks, get good quality looks, uh, and to play tough-minded defense, create turnovers, and uh, score in transition. I mean, the MO on this team is simply cut down the driving lane to the hoop, and that's all you really need to do because there's no ability to uh, get the outside shot in. They're not, we're not playing defense. And as we play uh, the gauntlet of the Big Ten, it, it's really hard to find any victories. Um, but uh, just to throw together uh, a bunch of AAU-type mindset uh, in uh, offense that's predicated around ball movement and sharing the ball, it's just baffling. I, I, just, I just don't get it. And uh, I guess that's my overall observation. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for the call, Mark. Appreciate it. And let me say this. Like, th- these guys aren't bad guys, you know. They-, they get put into a situation, it gets really hard, and you try and claw your way out of it any way you can, and they just can't find the way to do so right now. As far as the system is concerned um, and-, and how they implement it and the types of players they're going after, I'll say this. It is hard. It is difficult to implement um i think what nebraska lacks is in a lot of ways is discipline you know that's kind of what we're talking about right mark referenced it a couple of times i think it's difficult to implement a culture of discipline when what you do by nature is freedom 
right? It, Fred Hoiberg talks about it all the time. It's it's making decisions on the fly, and you know we're we're not exactly sure what we're going to see until and you know until we get that read, and and then it's up to that guy to kind of just make a play in the moment. It, the whole offense and what they do is is based off of freedom, and um, it's worked at levels. It's it's the system. It's not it's not the system that doesn't work. It works at various levels of basketball as well. But what this team needs in this moment is a little bit more discipline. Structure. A little bit more structure. Uh, and, and by a little bit, I mean a lot of it. So, um, and, and it's hard to dig yourself out of that hole when, you know, there's no basis upon which you can kind of go back to from. I mean, yeah, I was going to mention Creighton, but go ahead. <laughs> I have successfully they're, killed Creighton. They're, they're, uh, Ryan Emhard talked about the. He said the word discipline in his post game press conference, and and you. The thing about Villanova is that they, you know, they can be whatever they kind of are going to be based off of what type of team they have. But you know they're going to play hard and and discipline, right? Well, and you got to play them hard for forty straight minutes, and the only way to beat them. Is if you're more disciplined. I think he he said something along the lines of the only way to beat discipline is with more discipline. <laughs> I, I mean, and I thought that was really smart for an 18 year old kid. Yeah, I think the most damning thing about the Fred Hoiberg era is not just that it hasn't worked in terms of the personnel and the shooting and and what they're trying to do. It's that there's no other option. They don't have like yeah. you know we. If you want to use Creighton as an example, if they can't play the open run and gun style that they they had a couple years ago with Tyshawn Alexander and those guys, which they don't, which they're trying to build to. right. They have another model that they have successfully used when they're in the in between moment to get to the run and gun. Mm-hmm. Nebraska has no other model. It either so it, it it's basically, um, you know, it it's sort of built on the premise that it either has to work. It's such a high wire act of either it will work or it's catastrophic failure. There's no sort of in between for them to land. You can't middle out a 65-60 win with a bunch of poor shooting because you don't have a way to get to 65 points if you're not shooting well. And like I've always said, we're on the the far end of that right now. We're on the not working, the catastrophic end of it right now. And they have been for three years. But what I'm saying is even if it does work, there's still a limit to how much it could work Yeah, and and what it could look like based on what you have right now. So, you know – I know we're we're not exactly down that road, but it's something that I've thought about too, and just kind of what the I don't know. It, it goes back to what their roster looks like and and how they've recruited it and and uh, the players that they've kind of brought in and how that and how that is going to look. So you know, I was thinking about this last night too. I, I I had one more. Did you have one more on that? No, no, no. I had one more kind of straight thought, and and I thought this watching Tominaga take all those shots last night because like I said I I love Tominaga and, and what he brings and I think his energy is really infectious and obviously the crowd loves him too um but w- how many times have we seen guys come in here and this this spans over a lot of coaching staffs 
and where you think, man, that guy could be a really, really good role player. If that guy was put in a specific situation to do a specific thing, he would do that excellent. And oftentimes they actually go somewhere else and do that and <laughs> and be that person. But too many times they are enhanced to the star role because they can because they can do something well. Yeah. And then they become relied on for more than they're willing for not more than they're willing for more than they are physically able to give. And like, like I said, I'm just using Tominaga as an example. That guy should not be starting. He he is a, he is a good division one basketball player who can make a few threes a game and can provide a spark for you. He cannot be shooting 10 times. So that's why I asked last night. It's like all these guys just have the green light all the time. Um, but he made you know two of ten last night, and yeah, obviously it looks different if you if he makes five out of ten or if he makes six out of ten, and maybe he shoots even more after that. But it's not a sustainable model. It, it's the, it's the Kobe Webster game against uh, against Creighton. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is fool's gold. Right. It was in the moment. Right. And I mean, I I think I went on air the very next day and basically talked about that. But it he shot thirteen shots last night. Yeah, and, and, that's, and some and, and, of it, some of it, he sort of has to, right? Because you have two other starters. That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. forced into these situations where it, it is so unlikely that they're successful because of you know what what surround and all these teams have um, you know definitive roles and and ways that they can win basketball games, and Nebraska is just like. Well, I hope somebody gets hot tonight. Yeah. That's just not that's not how you do it. <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to work. I mean, it it just a a microcosm of you have two starters and Walker and Lat who, you know, nine shots for those two is actually a pretty high amount. I mean, you're just you're not getting production in some places. So then you know, Tominaga just has to start firing at will. You got nothing out of your bench yesterday. I think five Wilcher, points. Wiltshire had uh, what six points? I think I think you had five bench points total. Yeah, six bench points total. Yeah, so it must have been Wiltshire. So six. nothing from Webster yeah. or Andre. Like it, you just start asking guys to just start chucking. That's what this offense is. They just have to chuck. But then it, and then we wonder why the roster you know Churns. turns over so much, and it's like, well, these guys get chewed up and spit out. Because they're asked to do too much. I mean, if we're really doing the football basketball thing, Adrian Martinez. Sure. You um, know? Well, that guy I, That guy could be a good quarterback, and I think will be a good quarterback at Kansas State. But he's asked to do too much, and he gets chewed up and spit out, literally. I mean, he, he's injured each of the last couple of years. And there's also this not-so-insignificant aspect of the last three years under Hoiberg. The guys that have stayed, none of them are better. Lat's not better than he was last year. He's basically the same player. Um, you know, and, and like Kobe Webster, who's getting this year is a COVID year. I mean, he's the sort of same heat check guy. Uh, Thor basically regressed in portions of his game from year one to year two. Uh, well, he, he, just, he had to be asked. I mean, by the time he left, he had to be asked to do so much. Right. Yeah. It, it's just. You, you know, whatever guys have stuck around for a second year, and I don't think there's anyone that's been here for three, none of them have gotten better. 
And part of it is that a lot of them are sort of maxed as to who they are when they get here. Yes. Kobe Webster was maxed by the time he got here. Walker was maxed by the time he was got here. You know, somebody, they get more opportunity. They get more minutes, but it doesn't mean that there's going to be more production. They sort of are what they are. And to your point, when you're a guy like Tominaga, who's sort of the expectation coming into the year is a 12 to 15 minute player that maybe takes three threes a game and you have to take 13 shots because there's no one else that's scoring. Right. You're not maxed. You're basically just sort of there. Like you, you're filling in a game. You know, it goes back to like when people get really mad at Terran Petaway and it's like, well, you take so many shots. It's like, who's he going to give the ball to? David Rivers? David Rivers is going to knock down some big shots here? Yeah. Like, sometimes the the shooting, like, it's all that someone has to do it. Like, if you're not turning the ball over, which they're doing at a very high level. Yeah, whether, whether it happens at the, the very end the of the The possession needs or... to end at some yeah. point. And it's usually, usually someone just throwing something up. Uh, I mean, we've seen, the, we've seen the different spectrums of this, yeah. whether it happens in the first five seconds of the shot clock, a.k.a. the Hoiberg era, or the last five seconds of the shot clock, a.k.a. the Doc Sadler era. You don't like your situation. No, and 41 shots between three guys, and that's like, what, 70% of your... Might even be more than that. Is that eighty five percent of their shots last night came from Verge McGallans and Tominaga? Well, fourteen, fourteen, and thirteen. Forty one of fifty eight is <laughs> some sort of percentage for people that do math in their head. Yeah, could you do it? I can't. Um, my guess is about eighty five percent. It's actually seventy. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am so bad at math. It's about 85%. I'm as bad at math as Nebraska is at shooting threes. That's where we're at. Let's take a phone call from Jason here. Hi, Jason. Good morning, guys. You know, that's a good point you brought up, Schaefer. I hadn't thought about that, even though it's pretty obvious. You know, the players are not really getting better, you know. Lat, you know, his shot at the three-point line is usually slow to develop. I mean, God forbid we have a catch-and-shoot guy. You know, everybody's getting our catch-and-shoot guy that we kind of do have in Tominaga, he can't hit anything. But when he squared up last night a couple times, he actually hit the ball instead of throwing up a Steph Curry shot. You know, and Steph Curry can do that, but I don't know anybody else who can. You can throw off those weird, you know, off your leg and stuff, three-pointers. So it seems like, guys, Fred wants to skip the line. He wants to be done with recruiting. You know, before he took the job, you'll remember, there was talk how he didn't like recruiting. Well, he kind of did that at Iowa State, and it worked out. He got transfers, and he plugged, and then he was done his recruiting class, and his team was set. He's done that here. It has failed miserably. You know, like a caller, a couple callers ago made some good points about that. Uh, he needs to recruit like Iowa does, Wisconsin does, and then run his offense, or like Creighton does. You know, you know that happened. Creighton just they recruit the guys they want. And then they play their gritty offensive style, where, or not gritty, but where they shoot, shoot, shoot from three-point land, and they're gritty and aggressive on defense. But, man, I, if, if Brett had a clue, which apparently he doesn't, 
he would do what he did last time a little bit and run the uh, full court press. I called the coaches show Monday night and told him to do that basically. So I'll take credit for that. <laughs> he had not run a full court press hopper since he had been at Nebraska until this last game yesterday. Just yeah. absolutely atrocious. If you don't have the scoring and you can't, and guys are in a weird shooting funk, which continues game after game after game. Do do a full court press. Try stuff. Thanks, gentlemen. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Jason. Appreciate it. Try stuff would it's about as good as I got right now too. Yeah, I mean, and just based off of what we've seen, that's just not going to be the mo. No, they're going to they're going to live and die off of this system, and it's all just been death. That's what <laughs> that's what I heard last that's night. That's anyway. what it is. I, I mean, well, I'm not even trying to be funny. That's just well, the result of it. If now is, I mean, there was a time there after the Auburn game, or maybe even before that, where you're like, all right, come on now, we and. And here's the crazy thing. We were talking about this with Baz on Friday. Like, they've done it before. They've they've turned the key a little bit differently. They have changed a couple things in the. I mean, especially last year, for example, when they had to play the 15 games in 30 days. Fred was like, "All right, we cannot do this. Like, if if we're gonna miss these shots, there's no way we could do this. We're just gonna get boat raced every night. We'll run out of gas. I don't think we'll they have dead. adaptable pieces. I think you. I mean. I think I don't think so Bryce either. can only play a certain way. Well, my, I think Verge can only Verge can't help you as a defender. And people I, and people and I've talked about this before too with Andre. Like people want to be like, "Well, Andre plays hard." I'm like, "Yeah, Andre plays hard. Andre has four fouls in ten seconds." Yeah, and he's also, I mean, Andre. Kind of a, he's kind of a wreck on the offensive end. At I times think too. I think he picked up his fourth foul. I think it was his fourth foul last night. He was hedging out a screen and like in like. What you're supposed to do is stay straight up, right? And he just like he's Hip he's checked him. he's ten feet tall, and he reached in. He reached uh. in with his hands. Keep pushing him, man. You got him, and he's frustrated afterwards. One of the things they're that gambling is, that is generally true of when a team is not particularly good is the the situational awareness and IQ usually isn't very high. And I think that's accurate here as well. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that we can uh, that we can mention about Nebraska basketball? We can bring Rico in to do true or false and just finish this thing out right now. Okay. No break. I think that's our probably our best route here at this I, time. I, we definitely don't have time for that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you learned a lot. I, look, I have spent two and a half years sitting in this exact spot. Not knowing what I'm doing. Unfortunately. Much like Nebraska basketball, but I have developed over time. Unfortunately for Rico, he needed that five minutes to do what little preparing he was going to do. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what is this? Welcome, Rico. You think I've prepared for this before the show? No. No, I do not think that. Just just give us a couple here. That's, that's all we got. You know, you make Mark look good at this when he doesn't even know that he has to do it. Okay. You gotta uh, okay. You gotta <laughs> okay. I need more for true or here. false. The NBA should go back to a bubble. What would be the argument for this? Uh, false. What would be everyone the argument? has co- not everyone, but a lot of people. They are they are granting them ex- exemptions. There's got to be a to better get, you know got, sign we, other people. We got to have a better system here. It's it's getting to that point with the what, NBA. Okay. Now, this is a dangerous question. Ooh. What needs to have a better system? Uh, how we how we test you know and things like that 
I wasn't sure if you were talking about like just the general health system. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking the about public's yeah. engagement in it. And- it's um, you know, oftentimes what has happened in basically all these situations that we saw a lot of college basketball games get banged over the weekend. It is one guy reports to a trainer or whatever that he has a cough or he has symptoms or something like that, and then everybody else on the team gets tested, and then everybody else kind of. You know, has has a positive test, um, and and so when you have a positive test, it's tough to like differentiate. Like we can't differentiate it because it's a positive test, and everything kind of gets shut down. But there are differences, so I don't know what to. I, I'm I'm not smart enough to have a plan here, but we can't be having half the league get canceled. Well, I mean it's. Not just the NBA; it's it's all things. I mean, and, so- and, and hi- now hiding from it was the right idea at the time, but now that we have the vaccines, mm-hmm. it's not. It you know, it's not sustainable anymore. It's not just having the vaccine. So there's there's a big push. Everybody wanted to get to X percent for their roster of vaccinated. Now it's everybody needs to get the booster. Like that's that's the thing. Like you you have to change the messaging yep. from. We needed the buy-in for the vaccine to, yeah, they have the booster. That's just the reality of where we're probably at as a society. Yep. Um, because the there's just going to be more variants. That's how it seems to work. And no one wants to hear it. And it's not fun. And it's not a conversation you certainly don't want on sports talk. Yeah. But the alternative is you don't get games. Yep. I mean, the NFL came very close to actually canceling a game this year. Yeah. And they had to change their own stance and their own rules to get some of these games to happen. And uh, the Cleveland Browns, it sounds like, will be somewhat of a beneficiary of this because they're going to actually get some players back who would have otherwise been ruled out entirely. They're still going to be a skeleton crew. But, yeah. I mean, so it's a – and you're getting, you know, with the NFL, you're getting really close to the playoff season. Like, this is – this is a nightmare fuel if you're the NFL. Yeah, I mean, one season you're willing to kind of deal with it like like they all did last year um, before we had much information about how it was going to be hang- handled and what we were going to do in the vaccines and all that stuff. Um, two seasons being kind of tainted because of this is, you know. I, and I it's mean, an awful small way to look at it because it's just sports or whatever, but sure. they, they matter. Well, yeah, it's what matters in your – what matters in your life still gets to matter, whether it's considered vastly important in society or not. And I kind of just feel like we're heading towards doomsday scenario of first round of the, the playoffs, the wild card yep. round. Some notable quarterback is going to be unavailable on his team. And he's probably, you know, let's say he's even vaccinated. It's because he didn't end up getting a booster. Right. And we haven't learned and evolved and done everything else necessary you know what involves or has evolved the virus yeah so you you can't keep depending against something that's getting smarter it's like reverse nebraska basketball here <laughs> if we want to tie it all the way back so false no more bubbles. no more bubbles yeah next. the bubble is done next okay. uh true or false colorful uh christmas lights are better than regular christmas lights uh like white christmas lights yeah False. What makes white the regular one? Yeah, I thought the colorful ones were the normal. I've Christmas. always associated red and green as like color of Christmas. Yeah, but I just, I just, and like, white to be like what people have done to go opposite of the red and the green. The oh, color. I always thought the white ones were just the regular ones because that's just like, I don't know. I see most houses with just 
regular white. Well, like I think well that's it, it, it is definitely evolved. It's, yeah. it's speaking of evolving. It, <laughs> this the, show has evolved. Yes, uh, the it, the white lights are definitely more popular. I think now, yep. but. When I was growing up, I felt like every house was colorful, and not just red and green either. It was like all the different colors. Now it's just like the houses that have like the the fancy shows have the really colorful ones. It seems like yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say I would first of all decline the premise of the question, <laughs> and then what? <laughs> well, you said that you said that the the. <laughs> I said uh, the colorful ones are better than the regular white Christmas ones. So he's declining the idea. No, but you the said white the ones traditional are or something. Yeah. White oh. Yeah. Okay. He's declining that. Okay. But maybe, maybe deferring it's, to the second half, actually. Okay. But maybe that's wrong because, like I said, there are. It feels like there may be more white ones now. Anyway, I like the white ones better. I think I prefer like with trees. I prefer like the color. With mm-hmm. a house, I prefer like the white. Next. True or false, the Bengals are going to win the AFC North. I don't know. Are they? I think they're sitting pretty. I'm they saying false. won a disgusting game against the Broncos. In which they went ugly. You got to give, neither team you gotta give Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor credit. Have we considered that all of those teams are bad? Yes, we, we have. have actually. Okay. We have. And they are. They are. But somebody has to win it. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I guess I so then. what sort of terrible odds I could get on the Steelers to win that division in some sort of car crash finish. Mm. Well, they have the tie on their I side. I know, yeah. and so that would yeah. be the reason. Like, they they could get under the wire, but they have the Chiefs next week, and it feels like they're going to be 7-7-1, seven, seven, and one, so. And then I'll eliminate them. Okay. Yeah, it's probably going to be the Bengals then. True. All right, thank you, Rico. No problem. That's true or false. Thanks for stepping in in a, in a pinch. We'll take it wasn't a, that bad, was it? No, it was good. No, it was good. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back for the 10 o'clock hour next. More of Happer and Schaefer is coming your way on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.